it is my hope that together we will grow in faith, fall in love with Jesus over and over again, and be encouraged to never stop seeking the Word of God. I'm Elizabeth Najedlo, writer over at the Blue Jean Gypsy blog, and this is the Blue Jean Gypsy Podcast. Have you ever felt lost, alone? Felt like you're in the dark even though the world is moving around you? Have you felt overwhelmed by the chaos life and the world around us can create? Maybe you're feeling that way right now. If so, this is for you. If not, put this episode in your back pocket for a time, just in case you might feel that way in the future. Hello and welcome to episode number one of the Blue Jean Gypsy podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. So for the very first episode, I was going to talk about why I started the podcast and why the name Blue Jean Gypsy, which I get asked quite frequently. But to be honest, my heart just felt moved in a different way today. And so you're going to have to wait for episode number two, which will be next week for that, because today there's something else on my heart that I wanted to talk about. Um, The birds have been chirping today. Uh, Here in Wisconsin, where I live, the air is a little bit warmer today as well. Um, It's nice enough to open up the windows and it feels a little bit like spring today. Um, It feels like the season um, that we all kind of wait for here is approaching of warmer weather. And whenever I think of spring, I uh, think of this nearby farm where we live and um, I used to take the kids my my younger kids especially I used to take them to see all the baby animals in the spring it's uh, been one of our favorite things to do the kids have really loved it and um, we go there um, in the springtime because that's when all the babies are born or at least most of them and they have the cutest little chicks and kittens and piglets and sometimes they even have um, some baby calves and you can pick them up and you can snuggle them up and just love on those little animals and especially before we had any pets the kids really loved it because they didn't have any animals to do that at home with so um, it's always been a particularly uh, special memory for us but um There's one memory that really sticks out in my mind um, when I think back of of those times at the farm. And several years ago, um, we had gotten there just at the right time that we were able to go in and walk amongst um, and pet the sheep and their new babies. And all the baby lambs, they would run around and their mothers were really protective like mamas are. And so um, as soon as one of my kids would get close to one of the lambs, the mother would kind of get in the way between uh, my, especially my younger boys and their little lamb so that they had a hard time finding one to pet or to pick up. And it was, seemed a little chaotic there. There were sheeps and kids running this way and that way. And then I spotted him. This one little lonely lamb standing there all alone, just standing there amidst the chaos. There was no mother hovering around him like all the other little lambs had. 
and they were all still running back and forth with their mothers protectively chasing after them. But this little lamb, he looked so lost, so scared, and so overwhelmed by all that was going on around him. And as we approached him and got closer, we saw that not only was he alone, but he was also blind in one eye, whether by birth, um, by a birth defect or by disease, I don't know, but one eye was completely closed and matted together. And he caught my eye because I know how it feels to be lost, to be scared, to be overwhelmed. And my son spotted him standing there too, but not for the same reason that I did. He just, he just wanted to hold a lamb so badly. That was all he was focused on. A lamb or a sheep that would let them let him hold them. That's what he wanted. And so he ran over, and when the little lamb didn't try to run away from him, he immediately scooped him up into his arms. And then my son clung to him. Clung to him like he was never going to let him go. And the lamb let him. The lamb even started to snuggle into him. And I realized something in that moment. That lamb... He didn't look so alone anymore. He didn't look so scared. He didn't look so overwhelmed. Why? Because he now had a shepherd that didn't just tend his flock, but carried him in his arms. And we have a shepherd too. A shepherd who wants to keep his flock safe, who wants to lead his flock to green pastures, We have a shepherd who is available on call day and night. We have a shepherd who shears his flock from the heavy, dirty wool that pulls them down and is overgrown. We have a shepherd who gives water and food to his flock. We have a shepherd who heals wounds and injuries and disease. We have a shepherd who never stops searching for his lost sheep, who will leave the 99 for you and me. Yes, we have a shepherd too, and his name is Jesus. And when we are feeling lost or overwhelmed in a chaotic life, when we are blinded by the darkness around us, may we know there is a shepherd just waiting to scoop us up and hold us tight. He wants to hold us and walk with us when we can't put a foot in front of the other, when we can't see the path in front of us, when we can't see a way out, when we feel all alone. He wants to lift us up above that chaos. He wants to pull us close. And he never wants to leave us. Sometimes our troubles paralyze, blind, or immobilize us to one spot. It can make the darkness feel like the blackness of despair. We see this as a bad thing, but we can also count it as a blessing. Because of two things. One, if we're running here and there, we cannot be scooped up into Jesus's loving arms. And that, my friend, is the greatest place to be. In our shepherd's arms, we are tended, loved, fed, sheared, and healed. And number two, we as believers, 
We don't have to live in that blackness. We don't have to be consumed by the heaviness of that space. As believers of Jesus Christ, we are never in despair. Paul said it in 2 Corinthians 4.8, We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair. When I first read that verse, I'll admit, it was hard to swallow. Hard to wrap my head around, to be honest. Especially because I was going through a very, very difficult time when I first read it. And when we're going through hard times, we may ask ourselves or even ask each other, with all the trouble life pulls us through, all the mountains to climb, all the tragedy in the world today, how can I not be in despair? But there are three truths. In this world and in each of our lives, there will be trouble and sadness. Despair means the complete loss of absence of hope. And hope means expectation, a feeling of trust. Let me say that again. In this world, there will be trouble. Despair means the complete loss or absence of hope. And hope means expectation, a feeling of trust. We as believers, we don't have to live in that blackness. We don't have to be consumed by that heavy space. As believers of Jesus Christ, we are never in despair. Why? Because in despair, there is no hope. And because my hope, our hope, is not only in Christ, but our hope is Christ. I don't have the answers as to why bad things happen, except that we live in a broken world. But what I do know is this. When my hope is firmly planted in Jesus Christ and not in the world, I will never be in despair. I may hurt, yes. I may not understand, yes. I may be frustrated, yes. And I may be perplexed. I may be a million things I would like not to be. But despair is not one of them. We may not know what the future holds. We may not understand how we will get through the next day, the next hour, the next minute. Oh, how I have been there so many times. But we can still be expectant. We can still trust. We can be expectant, not of dreams and wishes, but rather be expectant that Jesus wins. That good works for, that God works all for good. That as long as we are breathing, God can use us. That his plans are so much better than our own. That God's promises are true. That brokenness can be used to rebuild. That in Christ, eternal life is ours. And in that next life, there are no tears, no sadness. Wounds are healed. Joy and peace abound. If we have hope, and that hope is Christ, we can and we will never be in despair. He will not let us walk in the thick heaviness of that darkness. He will not let us be alone. He will not leave us lost. He will not leave us in the dark. And he will not leave us overwhelmed. In his arms, in his embrace, there will be light in the most difficult of situations. 
There will be peace and joy amidst times of great loss and sadness. So when we are feeling lost or overwhelmed in a chaotic life, when we are blinded by the darkness around us, may we know there is a shepherd just waiting to scoop us up. Jesus is waiting to scoop you up in his arms. Will you let him? Will you stand still like that little blind lamb and allow the good shepherd, because that's who Jesus says he is, pick you up off the ground and gather you close to him and carry you? Because he wants to. He's searching, he's focused, and he's waiting waiting to scoop you up in his arms and gather you close to him. Isaiah 40:11. Like a shepherd, he will tend his flock. In his arm, he will gather the lambs and carry them in his bosom. Let me leave you today with the words of Jesus himself in John 10:11 through 16. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me, just as the Father knows me and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. Jesus is waiting to scoop you up in his arms and gather you close to him. Today, just let him. Want to dig deeper into God's word? Check out today's show notes for a few key verses that go along with this episode. Take some time to read them and then marinate in them. And as always, until next time, God bless you and those you love.